Product Coffee, a podcast where product management leaders share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about making time in your day. Focus, right? I think that's another element of this or making the main thing the main thing. I feel like we all struggle with this as PMs, looking at our calendars. The guys from Design Sprint wrote a new book on this concept that I kind of want to dig into a little bit. Still pretty new to it. But the idea is to focus and get the most important things done amidst the chaos. And so curious, we have Lou and Jake on the show today. And whoever wants to take the first question, please jump in. But how do you prioritize your day? As a person or as a product manager? I kind of feel like they're either one and the same or they're somewhat different. <laughs> I, You know what? I think it's probably useful to talk about it as a person, right? Because there's so many other things that happen throughout our day. And uh, yeah, that might be helpful. So let's treat it as that. I think it starts with goals. What are you trying to do for yourself? What are you trying to do? For the business, everything always kind of comes to goals. And I kind of find if that you're not working on a goal, it can get pretty easy to like just end up anywhere. There's a there's a pretty fun quote from Alice in Wonderland. And it says, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. I think that kind of gets into this conversation where it's like, if you don't have like a target that you're trying to meet, then how can you ever really try to prioritize anything life-wise or otherwise? And for me, I think it's I'm pretty, I like to cut out things that don't really go toward a goal. I would assume that there's multiple of those goals. And so how do you balance that? How do you plan your day, Jake? I think it's a combination of two big categories. And one of which is are kind of these big boulders that that Lou's talking about. Like, what are the big things? Like, you can think about quarterly goals. You can think about annual goals to be like, oh, I want to be able to buy a house, or I would like to think about going for a longer hike than I've ever gone for, or I would like to pick up a new skill or try this like new cooking technique. Like those are kind of big, bolder goals, which are important. And to lose point necessary to give yourself a little bit of direction. I think the other thing that I think about a lot is focusing day to day on putting myself in a position to get to those goals and be successful in those goals. How do I bring myself to that day? I think really what I'm talking about is self-care. I know I need exercise in the morning to be in a position to be successful in the day. Like it helps me clear my head and sit down and tackle the day a little bit more effectively. The exercise, is that a daily routine for you that you've built in? Yeah. What does it look like tactically? Is it like a 30 minute thing? Is it an hour? It kind of depends. Some days I'm feeling more up for it than others, but I mean, it's usually about an hour. I'll get up and it could be going for a bike ride, it could be going for a walk, it could be playing some pickup basketball. It could be, it doesn't really matter to me what it is per se. I just need that. I've become a lot more intentional about planning sleep and valuing sleep. Like all these little things that add up to your success in pushing these big boulders to wherever you want to go, I've just learned is, is so critical. Like how you show up in the day and making sure that you're taking care of yourself to show up well. The sleep and then the diet is another thing totally. too. Like I feel like 100%. back to back to back, you might ignore some of those things of like eating healthy or fast or not even eating, right? Not making the time for yourself to go do those things. It's so crucial how that impacts the rest of your day too classic for most PMs is lunch, right? Like lunch is a bit of a joke for most product managers, but like actually 
creating time and space to have even just a 20 minute break from zoom or 20 minute break from meeting people and actually giving yourself that space to ingest good food and not just like, oh man, some tortilla chips. Cause that's all I could eat. Like, no, like give yourself an opportunity to make a sandwich or, or whatever it is. Like it may not feel like it's valuable, but it's valuable. Getting into that piece we've kind of talked about goals, but the second part of it too is saying no. If you're finding yourself going, I need two hours today to work on this thing, but my schedule is so full of X, Y, or Z. So many people just like look at that as an insurmountable problem. One of the first lessons I got from a manager that I had when I started in product was just, hey, we need to get this thing done. I said, okay, well, what about, can I get it to you by the end of the week? He said, well, I think we really need it faster, maybe tomorrow or something. My first thing was like, when I've got all these meetings scheduled between now and tomorrow, how could I possibly? And he was just like, no, this is like the most critical thing for you to do. Just cancel those meetings, remove them. How many of them are that critical to this task at hand? Yeah. And it was like, to me, a light bulb went off that the first time anything comes up like that, that's going to prevent me from hitting a goal. You just cancel what's not important. Yeah. It's making the main thing, the main thing, right? Yeah. That's interesting too. There's two methods to make the main thing, the main thing, or maybe two types of main things, maybe crisis moments where you're active versus proactive, you know, leverage building projects. I think it sounds like in that moment, crisis moments, it becomes the most important thing. Drop it. Let's go. What about proactive? What do you guys think about that? I can give a good example. This is, this is more of a life example, maybe than a product example, but I think it kind of allays on one of the things. So we're hoping to work on our second rental property up in the mountains. And it's going to be a pretty major renovation like full, like rip it down to the studs, gut renovation, regardless of us wanting to do a lot of the work on it ourselves or hiring people, et cetera. One of the things we know is in order to get that goal done, do it in a meaningful time, it requires us to be near there and to focus on it and to be able to dedicate time and attention to it. Proactively, just looking at that and understanding that that's what we're going to be spending a lot of time on, especially come next year, we're already going to move up there. We're going to move up to the mountains and we're going to give ourselves that ability that means saying no to like, oh yeah, maybe we're going to be down here and go out with our friends all the time or do other stuff. It's kind of like proactively we're setting ourselves up for success on that, on that project and really like carving away the, the space and time for it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you, you've really aligned on what's important to you, right? And I think there's, there's a work translation of that too. And one thing that I do every Monday mornings, I blocked out. 30 minutes to an hour. It's just a standing out of office block on my calendar. And I use that time to articulate basically what are my three, four, five goals for that week? Like what is most important to me? Before I get into any standups or any meetings or any syncs or any of that, where stuff comes flying at you and you'd be like, oh man, this is important. Like, oh man, this is important. Like, no, just me. What do I think about my week and about my time? And once you have a couple weeks of that, you can start to look back through your notes and like, all right, was I able to accomplish that goal? I mean, it's, it's essentially OKR planning on a much smaller scale. It's like personal yeah. OKR planning. That's, that's just a tactic that I found to be really helpful. And you could you say it. that was weekly, Jake? Yeah, it's weekly. And it's just quiet time yeah. that I have yeah. by myself with my notebook for 30 minutes to an hour first thing every Monday morning. And that's, that's my first task of the week is just to get my head straight and get my head right. Cause if you go into the week without that anchoring pull, like the goals that Lou's talking about, kind of going back to that 
quote from Alice in Wonderland, like any road's going to get you there. And you're probably yeah. more often than not good, not going to be the person deciding which road you take. It's, yeah. it's funny is I actually, I agree with Jake on that process. I actually do it at the end, at the end of the week. Oh, nice. So when I do like, yeah. So when I do my check-ins, like I do one, I'll do one later today. Like, and we do this process where we kind of do it as a check-in, but I also like take a little extra moment and just say, I have like a list and it's like, what were my three or four priorities for the week? And I like to be able to check them off that I did them. And then I write down what my three or four are going to be for the next week. And sometimes it could be a continuation. Sometimes it's something like that. But I feel like that's kind of the same vein as what, what Jake's doing. I just kind of do it on the, the flip schedule. Yeah, I love That's that. Awesome. I, the, another tactic that I do similar to that type of, of planning is setting intentions and then reflections. And so every mm. day I'll have 15 minutes in the morning and that's my blocked cool. off time, 15 minutes. What is the one thing that I need to do today? So what is the main yeah. takeaway that at the end yeah. of the day I did what I needed to do? Yeah. And, and and usually it's it's work related, you know, but sometimes it's not, right? Sometimes it is like, <laughs> you know, family related. Like I really sure. wanted to spend time with my kids today. And so that's what I'm going to put um, in my intentions and then and making sure that you reflect on that. Now, I bookended my work day on it. So it's not as as broad as, as like a personal reflection, but I, I'm actually uh, attempting to move that 15 minutes at the end of the day to like a 7 p.m. So it's yeah. it's definitely like I'm getting ready for, you know, doing my bedtime routine-ish. I'm, I'm old and I have kids, so it's it's early. And then I can kind of reflect, you know, during those times. But yeah. I, I love you know, I, the framework of intention and reflection. I think that's just, yeah, that's easy to grasp. It, I think it just makes a ton of sense. That's awesome. I might steal that. Please do. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things too, I, I don't know if you guys feel about this one, but I... I think like in a, in a way this may not seem like the same, but I starting your day earlier, right? Like I think most of the companies, like a lot of people are still like, you know, nine to five, et cetera. And with this, where I'm at particular, I'm usually kind of like seven to three, hmm. you know, I start, start early. And what I found is that for that first hour or two, sometimes in the morning, so peaceful like, it's so good. yeah it totally it really is, is right like yeah. and if you're if you're trying yeah. to think about how to make your time like maybe just consider a simple thing to like shift your schedule like yeah. you know if you want to try and get up and, and, and don't get me wrong i have some tapes take 7 a.m meetings because we've got people internationally but sometimes it's just great and it's me by myself on my computer yeah. for a little bit in the morning i think such an underrated skill especially for product managers is calendar management and just understanding your calendar and being very intentional, right? About the calendar, how you allocate your time. That's your most precious resource as a product manager. Another tactic kind of along all these lines of just using and managing your calendar well that I find is that I, that I use is just color coding meetings. Like I color code all of my one-on-ones to be a different meeting. And that helps me just visually look at my week, which is often just a wall of blue and it's kind of anxiety inducing sometimes but like where are my one-on-ones and what i've tried to do over time is bunch those meetings together to minimize context switching and just kind of going back to like the self-care element of this like Mm. help yourself (laughs) like help yourself with like having similar conversations together and so if you can stack your one-on-ones as an example awesome if you can stack your weekly team meetings if you have multiple weekly team meetings Try and do that. Like 
dedicate time intentionally day by day. And that may help you feel a little bit just less scattered as you go through the week. Yeah. Gmail has a great feature now that has insights on the color code. So I love that. I've been diving into it and, you know, it's a fun little tool to use. But I'm on that vein. What other tools do you guys use? Do you use any like, uh, do, you, do you create your own Jira board project and, and work through it? Or is that too, hits too close to home? <laughs> is there an, is there a to-do list? Is there note taking stuff? Like how else do you plan your day in that respect? I, I don't know. I have kind of like a, I feel like a lot of stuff I really, like I try to commit a lot of stuff to memory. So I mean, for me, that like kind of works. So for the most part, like the way that I I'll try to do things is if I can't remember the one or two things like that I'm supposed to be focusing on today, like then I need to like write a list and then I need to reduce it back down to one or two things that I can remember to focus on. So I try, that's like kind of like my process is, and if it starts becoming like, oh, I like, let's say I, I had, a, I'll give a good example I, one meeting day and I swear to God, every meeting I, I left with like three or four takeaways of like, oh, I got to get this done by this date. I got to think about this, update this. And I wrote them all just in notes, simple Apple notes app on the computer. And then I kind of broke it down into like, okay, what's the one or two I need to remember today? And like, that's the stuff that I commit to memory. And then I feel like that makes it work pretty easily for me. Well, for those that do not have an amazing memory like myself, I, 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 I need something to write it down. I, I mentioned before, but I do have ADHD, which makes it incredibly hard to retain those thoughts and pull them in the moment. So I love the Apple Notes app. And then I've used Google Tasks and like their chat app was kind of has integration into tasks. But for some reason, it's not working for my iOS device anymore. So I'm looking around for new tools and techniques. But yeah. Yeah. What about I've you, tried Jake? A few. Anything? I'm I'm just a huge fan of pen and paper. I like Love it. Yeah. Physically writing stuff just for me personally is just really just effective and valuable. And I have like little systems I use. I, I have a notebook and I just take notes. I'll like like I mentioned, I have my weekly goals and I'll spend, you know, that hour on Monday mornings just thinking through keeping action items. I do keep a running kind of to do list of things that need to get done during the week and I'll take a look at those every morning and be like, okay, like here are all the things that I have put down in my notebook of things that I need to do. Like what's the main thing today? But I think part of that too is I think there's an art to it in terms of identifying what the main thing is. Like I'm curious mm. how you guys handle Let's talk this. talk about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like how do you figure out what the main thing is when you're staring at 12 different things you got to get done in a given day? It's not just like the whole point about product management. It's identify what the most important thing is. <laughs> yeah. Joking, joking aside, I, I think there's a few pieces that come into me for like the main thing. One is time criticality. Criticality. Like, is this a thing that needs to be delivered in a certain period of time? And how close is that block of time? The next thing would be like, I would call it overall importance. Like, is this a low importance thing? And that could be something as simple as, oh, I need to do insert the small, like, I don't know, empty the dishwasher. Maybe it's not, maybe it's like, that's a lower importance thing. We're going to, we're going to put that down on the stack or it's a high importance thing. Like I need to deliver a strategy for insert X business here. I need to think about long-term planning. So I would say there's a time criticality aspect. There's a, intensity piece like a 
importance. I think that's also comes to value. Like, is there also a high value thing, you know, that I need to deliver as well on that? Like, oh yeah, like if I don't fill out the documents for mortgage or something like that, um, we may not close and then that's going to cause a deal to go through and ergo, you're going to lose your earnest money. That would be like a high value thing to me where it's like, oh yeah, there's there's some real value, right? So I think looking at all those things in combination and then doing your best judgment to just pick through them is the way I think about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I mean, the urgency, right? When you have timelines and like that, I think it's what that build book. Have you ever read that? It talks about heartbeats and handcuffs and having that urgency and that, that those constraints. And so I love, I love if those exist for the day. Absolutely. I, I kind of also think about it in the pro- more proactive sense of like, what do you want to get out of today? What What's the most meaningful thing that you can, you know, pause in that reflection and say, I did, you know, I was proud of what I did today. And I'm, I'm glad that that thing was accomplished. Just taking that moment to just think through that list, because that list is ongoing and, and never long, right? And so looking at that list and like, you know what, which, what, what am I going to be happy about and proud about today that that really needs to get done? And that I that I'm gonna spend that time focused on. That's one another way to do it. I'm curious to see. So now now let's say we made our intention, right? And we have that one most important thing or those things. Like how do you actually make the time? Do you actually block out time on your calendar focused on this? Or and is that daily? Or is it, you know, when you can in the I, week? Like yeah. I'd I'd say it depends. Like I, I'm fortunate enough now that like compared to my Ibotta time where my calendar was from eight or nine to five a solid sea of blue and i had to be very intentional about like blocking space i need two hours to work on a deck or like some days i would get up at you know oh hell o'clock in the morning and you know start working on my deck before everybody else is awake or something like i find myself a little bit more fortunate that like our current company culture doesn't have a big emphasis on like in-person meetings a lot of asynchronous stuff so i do have some more like open available blocks of time and then for me it's just a question of reminding myself to focus in those available blocks of time on the things that I said to myself I'm going to do and I think that's you know that's a piece but I still also block calendar time for particular calls for life events for different things right you know yeah how do you minimize distraction during that focus time man if I had a good magic wand I don't know (laughs) I don't know if I do I mean (laughs) I think I think if you if you're good like for me personally like I'm one where if I'm like I'm getting this done like I'm doing it I will sit down and I will plow through it for however long sure. it takes. Yeah. But if I'm like f fifty fifty on that topic, like I, that's where I usually get susceptible to distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is where like I go back to what I was saying at the beginning around self care. Like if I don't get exercise in the morning for me personally. It's it's harder for me to be self-disciplined in those moments and get into deep thinking and focus time. So like when I'm thinking about how I bring myself to the job every day, like that's a big part of it. So I, I know that I need to have that self-discipline in order to not look at Slack and just scroll up and down the Slack channels and be like, oh, I want to look at that one. Cool. Or like, all right, I'll go back and check my email for the 12th time in the last five minutes. Great. So there's, I think that's just a skill, right? That I think is really hard to develop and build and maintain, I think is the important part. So yeah, I think it's, 
the other thing for me too, is just separating myself too. So like, if I know that I need to go get into some deep thinking time, I'll go for a five minute walk. I'll just go outside and just remove myself from the computer to like create that separation and re-enter with a different mindset. Like, okay, for the next hour, I'm going to focus on this slide deck and that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to silence my notifications. I'm going to close my email tab and close my calendar tab. And if it's an emergency, someone will figure out how to get a hold of me, but this is going to be my focus. Yeah. You spoke about like approaching it with the right mindset and then putting those reminders in in view when like when those times happen, right? Or kickstarting that mindset off. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier the paper, right? Writing notes gets you out of the notification you know the yeah. computer that has all the things and and kind of gets you out of that frame of thought so i love i love kind of thinking of it in those two ways so what kind of homework would we give to our listeners for this week product managers looking to level up their career and making time in their day my recommendation would be to look at your calendar for the last call it three weeks and drop pie chart and take a look at the percentage of time you're spending in one-on-ones, the percentage of time you're spending in ad hoc meetings, in team meetings, any meeting that has the word sync and how much time you just have to do deep work time and take a look at that breakdown and then draw another pie chart right next to it and draw what you think it should be and then start making some changes. Lou, what do you got? I think the... First thing that I would say is like, I kind of agree with a lot of the perspectives you guys gave, make your list of like the top one or two things to accomplish in that day, and then be very proactive about saying no to other things, you know, and even take it as an example, like maybe one of the first tasks I would ask somebody is like, you find yourself with a packed wall to wall calendar of just meetings, I might give you a challenge and say, create one hour for yourself today. How do you do it? And then create that hour. And if you can do that, then you can probably do the rest of it. Since it resonated, I'm going to plug intentions and reflections, make those part of your everyday way of thinking. Well, it it. looks like we have finished up our coffee here, so go level up. This has been Product Coffee, produced and engineered by me, Kevin Gentry. Through our podcast partner, Anchor, you can now record a voice message and send us ideas or topics to cover, and who knows, we might end up playing it on the show. You can also become a supporter of Product Coffee by contributing a monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Product Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.